Duke's mail. Do you get it? Because only the ones that get it really get it. Your friends get it. Your mom gets it. Your grandma gets it. Your neighbors get it. Sometimes a dog gets it. Get out of there. What else? Uh, your potato salads get it. BLTs get it. Tailgates get it. And restaurants get it, too. By now, even you probably get it. So get it today. Made without any sugar since 1917, Duke's is that little southern something that makes good things better. Get Duke's. It's got twang. The Beer Guys Radio Show On Demand is brought to you by Truck and Tap. Food trucks, craft beer, not your ordinary bar and restaurant. In downtown Woodstock, online at truckandtap.com. The Beer Guys Radio Show, Saturday afternoons at 1 on Atlanta's AM 920. The Answer, streaming to the world at beerguysradio.com. Proudly broadcasting from the AM 920 studios in Buckhead, Atlanta. It's the Beer Guys Radio Show. The only radio show in the South dedicated to art, science, and enjoyment of craft beer. Now, here are your hosts, Tim Dennis and Aaron Williams. And it's the Beer Guys Radio Show. We are broadcasting on remote location today, Tim. This is very exciting for us. Live before a studio audience. Something like that, exactly. I'm Aaron Williams. I'm Tim Dennis. And welcome again to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We are broadcasting again from the Five Seasons Brew Pub on the west side. Very exciting. We are going to talk about brew pubs. All the fun stuff that they're dealing with as far as the Georgia laws go, and uh, more fun stuff with that, uh, too. The brew pub owners may argue with the fun part. Yeah, I guess so. They're on the mic, so so I'm glad that they're muted here. But, uh, yeah, we also have a couple of great guests for you today. First, uh, we have uh, Crawford Moran, of course, who is the owner here of Five Season Westside, and also uh, JR from Max Loggers. So thanks for being here, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Uh, we are going to talk again a little bit about the uh, issues that you guys are coming under as far as uh, brew pub owners go, uh, but we're also talk about your beers, too. So, you know, we're not just a somber show about It's easy laws. to be that way right now. You know what? What's ex- going on? It's, it, it's, it's, uh, I'm sure we could spend several shows just complaining about <laughs> the topic of beer laws. Exactly. Especially the brew pub owners, No right? kidding, yes. So, yeah. Of course, we'll get to that later on in the show. Uh, we'll also have a giveaway later in the show, too. Uh, we've got uh, Atlanta Brew Box, uh, one of our giveaway one of our sponsors here will be doing a giveaway we'll do that again in the fourth segment of the show but in the meantime let's talk a little bit about our truck and tap beers of the week tim what are you having right now right now i am drinking let's see this it's got a long name but it's 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 do, worth do it you have it I'm, okay i am having uh that uh can you believe in the 21st century in the united states of america that the state of georgia won't allow a brew pub to sell beer to go IPA. I, I want to think that Crawford is making a statement with that. Uh, I think so. I think it, there's a. Well, it's a, actually a question. It's oh, okay. a question. A I guess that's really, true. It's not a statement. Maybe it's a Jeopardy, it's a a Jeopardy statement. Exactly. Can you believe so, it? Can you believe it? Exactly. We can't do that. But I'm also uh, having a, one of the Five Seasons breweries, the uh, uh, Stout, the Nitro Stout that they're having. So I'm not going to get into the long name unless you'd like to help me with that one. Does Nitro it, Stout is, can be pretty long after a few of them. Actually. That's probably yeah, true, yeah. actually. Exactly. So uh, we have, those are the Truck and Tap beers of the week. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, get into some of the cool things that we've done this week, uh, Tim. What have you drank uh, so far you know, this week? Uh, last Saturday. I went to the uh, Barrel Age Vanilla Gorilla release over at Red Brick. Yep. That was excellent. They had a few variants, some of them very limited. Tried, uh, they had a couple with bourbon barrel. They oh, had a cool. Four Roses and a Buffalo Trace bourbon barrel. Uh, among our friends, we, we varied on which one we preferred, but I really liked the Buffalo Trace. I like the Vanilla Gorilla. As a matter of fact, I stopped here at Hop City next door beforehand and got some, some of that. And uh, Then I had a homebrew club meeting okay. uh, last Friday. Had some friends over. We shared and critiqued our homebrew talked about getting all our entries ready for the peach state brew off mm-hmm. and uh 
open those just enjoyed a good time with friends yeah and the pj brew off is uh, coming up pretty quickly isn't it uh, they closed be. the registry for that uh, the registration sorry. closed they filled up they, yes they got they got full over 450 entries and the uh, final award ceremony that is actually february 27th excellent looking so. forward to that hope you win I'm, I'm rooting for you, Tim. I do, too, Aaron. Absolutely. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. So. <laughs> Excellent. I've tried your IPA. Of course, we brought that in last week. It's fantastic. I'm looking forward to trying so that So what would you do this week? What'd you you know what? Uh, I, it was a very sad week for me. I, I drank hardly any beer. Uh, I was whoa, busy. Whoa, 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 whoa. I, I, restaurant here. Tell right. me about that, <laughs> yeah. Crawford. Like it's, that. it's horrible because, you know, again, I've got a, a family, and, of course, the, the son started lacrosse practice. and uh, We just got a word from your family. They left. Oh, That's well. It, okay, well, then I'm no going to have some more beer. There I'm going to make up for it, actually. Yeah, um, right, to, absolutely. The only thing I really had of note, unfortunately, well, fortunately for me, was to uh, celebrate my mom's birthday. I brought out uh, uh, Miles Davis Bitches Brew from uh You from had that Dogfish one Head. to celebrate your mom's birthday? Yes. So choice. Dad That's and I shared that. Interesting choice. I, I, I'm so. not going to go <laughs> she there. She had no idea what That's they were right. doing. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, it was fantastic. I, I do think it is going to be a lot better once you age it for about six months or so. The first initial hit of the flavor, a lot of honey has a really nice flavor to it, but the bitterness was there. They say to age it, and I, I think I'm probably going to have to go ahead and age my second bottle yeah. for a few months uh, before I crack that open again. So Crawford Jr. Interesting beers for you this week. Lots of Max Lagers and Five Seasons brews. Of course. Well, I always drink a lot of my own beer because it's free for me. That's the um, best kind of beer, isn't the it? The DOR's not listening, are they? No, we're good. Okay. Right. You, you had a tour so first you before you go, uh, yeah, though. Right. So, yeah, I toured my yeah. own facility. Exactly. And I had some souvenirs. Uh, actually, uh, last night I, I popped open a couple of Cantillon beers that I had brought nice. back from Belgium. Nice. Okay. Uh, the Creek and uh, the Rosé, actually, mm-hmm. that they have. That, unfortunately, when we were over there at, at the brewery, they, they didn't have any of their more esoteric beers to sell. No Blay Bear. They didn't mind if we drank them there, but they wouldn't let us buy them to bring home. It was kind of weird, but... That's because you're from Georgia. Yeah, I think they... Not allowed to, yes. They They know that beer to go is is problematic in Georgia. They didn't want to get you in trouble. Yeah, we can't have that around here. Well, I I ended up having to pack so much beer into my suitcase that I had to leave some behind because it was over the weight limit. Your clothes or beer? A little both, actually. Well, you've got to wrap the beer in the clothes so they don't break in transition. Exactly. I had to make some hard decisions that night before we flew back. That's right. So I had to drink the hard decisions, too, right? I had to go from there. Uh, Crawford, did you have anything of, of note uh, to drink this week? Yeah, actually. So at uh, Slice and Pie, one of my other places, we mm-hmm. put a uh, quad on that uh, was aged with some cherries and raspberries. And oh, wow. uh, the fruit great. kind of fermented out. It was real dry. It was really wonderful aroma to it. Um, so did that. And... Uh, and then, yes, I drank more beer than that. I had uh, <laughs> IPAs. And then up in Alpharetta, we put on a Belgian golden strong ale, um, although I'm not allowed to call it Belgian or strong. Belgian style. Yeah, it's Belgian style, Belgo, yes. semi Belgian strong, Belgian style, <laughs> slightly buff ale. Yeah, so very buff. Fit, fit ale. Yeah. Something like that. Exactly. So, well, Beach cool. <laughs> Excellent. Now, Tim and I uh, were able to uh, get our own little tasting here earlier. Actually, last week, we went to Sweetwater, and uh, we've got a post up on BeerGuysRadio.com about it. They are about ready to unleash their Hash Session IPA. T- uh, uh, and it's a 4.2 ABV. Right. Used out of the uh, Hash Session Amarillo hops on that one. And uh, we were able to taste that. Uh, some of the other uh, folks in the Atlanta area beer media were there, too. What did you think of the uh, Hash Session IPA? I thought it was a great IPA, and I, yeah. I've said this. Uh, I think I've said this before that I've been strong to say I don't care for IPAs. I've got, I've got to stop that. I have heard I'm that, yes. More so than a I family like. show, for God's sake. Let's yeah. see. Please I know. That's, uh, You're going to be struck down, true. you know. 
But so I don't know if it's uh, you know my taste or the beers that changed, but I enjoyed it. The, yeah, I did. You know, too. very 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 dank, mm-hmm. uh, citrusy, uh, just real refreshing beer. So really nice. Yeah, and I enjoyed it too. I'm more much more of a hophead than you are, Tim. But uh, I really enjoyed it. A lot of good hop flavor for just a 4.2 uh, beer, and it looks like something that I'm definitely going to be sampling. Uh, you know, at the camp and those types of things uh, outside. It's a good outside session beer when you're having two or three or maybe few more for for yeah, yeah, you know we're just kind of session. A nice session it's a session so. that's exactly Aaron, right we've got some news to share this week we right? do we've got so, some more uh, news so to talk what's about what's going on this week absolutely well here's one news uh, some good news uh, up on the south side that arches uh they have reported on facebook that they have got their federal permit they're waiting for the state permit before they can open but it looks like uh, there's going to be a new brewery opening up on the south side that's pretty exciting uh news absolutely out there too. get yeah. all the breweries we can here uh, yeah i've got a good friend of mine uh joe shorter so shout out to joe who's a big fan of arches and been with them down there in the grand Park area. He's really excited for them uh, opening as well. A couple of uh, interesting things, uh, uh, really, when we have a couple of minutes here. As far as the ratings go, we've had a couple of award ceremonies, and one of them is the 2015 Rate Beer Awards. We've got a post up on that uh, here at BeerGuysRadio.com and on the socials. But there have been some Georgia winners of the Rate Beer Awards. One of them, of course, Terrapin Beer Company, was awarded the best brewer in Georgia, top 100 in the world. The Terrapin Wake and Bake was the top beer. Reformation Brewery was the best new brewer. Wrecking Bar was the best brew pub. I don't know if I agree with that uh, here with present company excluded. Right. Yes, exactly. But Trapeze Pub was named the best restaurant. Hop City Craft Beer and Wine right next door here is the best bottle shop. The Porter Beer Bar was the best bar in Georgia, one of the best in the United States. And the Brick Store Pub was named one of the best bars in the United States. Now, will your opinion on the best brew pub change depending on which brew pub? I mean, I'm just talking? yeah, I'm just trying to of figure course, out who's right. going to give yeah, us the best uh, the best so. deal here on food <laughs> right, and things so. like that. But now, I, I don't uh, I don't know if you mentioned this, Aaron, but those are the winners for Georgia. Yes, other than like the top 100 uh, world in that. Uh, Georgia winners, but it's it's great to see. You know, it always gets people talking to that. Now, another thing that's going on that we did to post on our site again today, yep. USA Today has uh, they're calling their ten ba- best readers choice. Yes, and, and uh, uh, there's uh, L Sharpton was on the nomination committee there. Yes, Rack on Tour here of uh, Atlanta beer is uh, L Sharpton. Absolutely, so he, he had some good nominations as well. Quite a few Georgia, so there's a lot of Georgia ca- uh, uh, breweries, brew pubs, restaurants represented there. Yeah, exactly. And that uh, also includes us. They've got a bunch of different things that you can vote on, so just go to 10best.com and vote on it. Orpheus and Creature Comforts uh, were nominated for the Best New Brewery. Beer Bar, Porter and Brick Store, and of course the Beer Festival, Hottoberfest, Decatur Craft Beer Festival, and the Best Beer Label, which I think is kind of funny, is the Theof and the Recluse from Three Taverns and the Southbound Moon Dance. I'll have you know that I made it to the finals of a homebrew label contest. You so do have very interesting labels. Of these labels. No, there, so. it's, you know what, and, and here's the funny thing, is, and I always like to say this too, it's not necessarily always about the type of beer or how good the beer actually is. You've got to know your audience and actually get it to market, and marketing and, and label and those types the full of things. Experience. It really does, you know, and it's, it's very important to do. So, uh, so it's kudos to the folks there, and a thanks to Al Sharpton for nominating some Georgia beers. We are going to take a quick break right now on the Beer Guys Radio Show. Coming up, we are going to talk more with our special guests, Crawford Moran and JR from Max Loggers. You're listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We'll be back right after this. More Beer Guys Radio coming up on AM 920. The answer. 
This is Tim and Aaron from the Beer Guys, and here's the deal. You've got that one friend, you know, that one you can never shop for. He's got all that cool stuff. Yeah, that guy. Well, we found something that they don't have, but they're going to want. The Atlanta Brew Box is a Georgia craft beer experience to go. Each box contains tour passes, a t-shirt, and a bunch of other swag from our local breweries. It's fully customizable, and starting at only 40 bucks, it's a great gift idea. It's unique, it's fun, and it is Atlanta. Head to BeerGuysRadio.com, click the link on the right-hand side of our webpage, and that will get you there. It's the Atlanta Brew Box, the Georgia Craft Experience in a box. Welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show on AM 920, The Answer. We are speaking today with Crawford Moran of Five Seasons Brewing and Slice and Pint. Yes. And uh, J.R. Roberts, John Roberts from Max Loggers and White Oak Kitchen. Hold the applause True. down, please, That's people. That's right. Yes. Please, please hold excitement. your applause. Autographs at the end. So. Exactly. Uh, $20 Crawford, a piece for those. $20 a piece. Yeah. What about, I'll take some photos. We can mark it up even a little bit more. Yeah, so. yeah. That's, That's a bargain. Okay, we'll, we've got this. A bargain at any price, yes. Jersey. Yes. We'll Guys, thank together, you so much 50. for joining us. We, we, were, we really appreciate joining us today. So. Absolutely. Now, uh, it's, it's been interesting. We've been talking about uh, the Georgia beer laws and, of course, kind of the fiasco that's been going on over the past couple of weeks. Brew Pub's kind of got uh, the short end of the stick we last time, and you get nothing notice. and like it. Uh, tell uh, us a little bit about some like of it. No. <laughs> that is the understatement of the century, I'm sure. Tell us a little bit about uh, some of the challenges that you guys are, are struggling with here with uh, the, the, the Georgia Brew Pub laws. Every year we go to the table uh, trying to change beer laws, and every year they want to listen to a few things until they get to the part about brew pubs, and then they say, yeah, we're not going to talk about that. Um, we've given you everything we're going to give you. You already pretty much circumvent the three-tier system, so we really aren't interested in giving you much more than you've already got, um, which is ludicrous. Um, we're a business like any other business, and we're simply here to to bring along the uh, the whole craft beer industry, sure, and the whole uh, you know environment of craft beer here in Georgia. It's just, uh, any other state you go to, the the brew pubs are where you go to to experience new beers, very you know fresh, different. They're always changing up. You know the 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 larger production breweries don't necessarily have the abilities to do those kinds of things. So the people want to be able to buy a growler of brew pub beer and yeah. take it home with them because it's very unique and every batch is unique. Yeah. Uh, I, you know I make Hop Explosion IPA. I don't make it the same exact way every time. It's very similar every time. And it, you know, it varies year to year a little bit because of the hops, but it's unique every time, and that's what people want is a unique experience in the craft beer. Now, Jr., uh, I was looking back uh, at some notes before we got together, and you actually did a Q&A session with us on Reddit. Yeah. I looked. It was July 2014. Ooh, okay. And some of, the, uh, some of the questions here, so someone asked you, you know, where would you like to see breweries, brew pubs in the next five years? And you mentioned then that you would like to see uh, to-go beer from breweries and brew pubs. And someone said, you know, do you think that's that's likely to happen? And I believe you said it will be a long and drawn-out fight to make that happen. So many years in a long well, and drawn-out fight. You so. know, it, it's, it's good that you have me and Crawford here because we've been in the long and drawn-out fight for almost 20 years now, or 20 years probably for you. years for me. For yeah. sure, and 20 years for 21. me. Yeah, yeah. Um, 21. 18 at Max Loggers and then before that. But, you know, uh, it's a long and drawn-out fight. And is, I think we've finally gotten some traction here in Georgia where people are starting to listen. 
which makes it more frustrating, I think, for all of us because we finally got people listening. You know, before it was like, ah, okay, you know, we're, you know, that'll be that'll be good one day. And but now it's it seems like a reality that we can reach for. Um, we just have to convince certain people and and hit the timing right to get it done. But it's going to happen because we're not going away. Sure. Guys, please correct me if I'm wrong here, but I was looking back at the statistics from SB63 vote, and there were very few no votes on, on that. 93% of the yeah. floor vote went for the breweries. Yes. It so was, it, and I know from talking about it. It's just the leadership, the wholesalers contribute money to the leadership, not to obviously 100% of the floor vote. So the money goes to a, a few select people in powerful positions and then and it, yeah so this know. is something well, we, that the public wants and the stuff. the legislators are they, they we have a lot of percent positive vote on that yeah we so. have a lot of support in the legislature the problem you know a lot of people aren't familiar with the way the the process actually works because you you submit uh, a bill in and you everybody thinks oh they just go and vote on it and well that's not what happens it you submit a bill and it goes through the legal counsel there for them to review it and make sure that it it makes sense legally and then they rewrite it you know without any input from the person putting the bill in and then it has to go through any number of committees um, for us it's usually the regulated industries committee always oh well always yeah it could go through other committees they won't allow that to happen here um, and the problem is is those committees are controlled by the very powerful yeah right and if they don't want what you're selling to to get into the to get out onto the floor for a vote it ain't gonna happen yeah. i i i've kind of seen it before that it looks like there are very powerful business people that know how to influence the right politicians you know so it's uh, it just seems like the the people yeah. that can make things difficult the Georgia state legislator has been ranked as the the most you know the the worst uh, state for have money influencing politics, and in this particular issue, it shows it's un, it's unbelievable um, the way money has corrupted the outcome of what should happen for the state of Georgia, for the citizens of Georgia, for for jobs, for re tax revenue. For our industry, uh, it, you know, it's unbelievable. And we're talking to Crawford Moran of uh, Five Seasons West Side here, uh, where we are broadcasting live. Also, John J.R. Roberts, uh, co-founder and brewmaster at Max Loggers. Now, one interesting note, uh, Tim, last or earlier this week, you sent a letter to the governor's office uh, requesting an interview. I haven't received a reply yet. I'm shocked by I, that. You know what? I, I just said to, to the governor that, you know, the what I've heard from it is that there's some been some influence from the top. Yep on not letting these bills get out to a vote. And I just asked for his opinion, his yeah. honest opinion on what was said. I invited him to come on the show and talk with us and, and said, I honestly just want to know your opinion. I said if he thought that this was just about people getting more beer and, mm -hmm. and getting drunk, I invited him to come out to a brewery with me and have a beer and talk to some of the people there. So I'm waiting on that. We'll, we'll go to a brewery soon. Yeah, governor and, deal and, and like we mentioned yeah. last week, I'd love to go to a beer, have a beer as Governor Deal. He but uh, the 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 yeah, the, I mean, the, the exactly, maybe a little bit, but uh, the the invitation is still out there. Any brew or any legislator that is for this three tier system and, and the way it's currently in place, more than welcome to come on this show, give us a talk, and uh, we will certainly treat them with the utmost respect. But we just want to know. Uh, we want to know what the thinking is behind it. So far, we've heard rumors, innuendo. We can kind of make some ideas, but uh, we've been silent so far. I haven't heard anything over the past week, and uh, the, uh, the the invitation's still out there. So, yeah. No, the laws with 
I'm and, sorry, and go the ahead, th- Well, the thing about brew pubs is mm-hmm. you know, there are more brew pubs that have closed in the state of Georgia than are currently open. Which is too bad. Right? It's a, yeah. it's a yes. difficult industry. So everybody's heard the fact that two out of three restaurants close within two years yeah. because it's a very difficult business. So you take the complexities of running a restaurant and then you duct tape a manufacturing operation to it in a retail setting. That's what a brew pub is, right? So uh, Build-A-Bears and brew pubs are the only place where you manufacture in a retail <laughs> setting. So you either go stuff a bear for your your uh, your, your tween daughter uh, or you go make beer. So those are the only two options. And, is there and, a big beer wholesaler lobby out there for purchasing? For the Build-A-Bears? Yes, yeah, there's, there's, Build-A-Bears. there's yes. huge three protests. You can only take a tour bears. of the Build-A-Bear workshop before you no can actually bears purchase. To go. Exactly. No, you can't have the bears to go. Anti-bear. But, <laughs> so it's a, it's a tough business in and of itself, right? Sure. And Georgia makes it extremely difficult, which is why you don't see a lot of brew pubs in Georgia, um, which is sad because if you look at brew pubs and breweries, the brew pubs, we employ more people. Uh, we're we're a huge tax base mm-hmm. for the city. Where you know pubs Absolutely. are kind of the nexus of of social communication in for neighborhoods and in uh, in areas of the city. So we're, we're very involved in our communities. Like you know, every single brew pub in the state of Georgia does a lot for the charities and the community, et cetera. But for some reason that uh, our state legislature, the the higher ups, have targeted us in unfairly. Yeah, um, and to the point where it almost feels like they're putting us out of business. And I also I feel some of their actions are actually illegal. Yeah, and, and so. it's it, you know, and like I mentioned last week, this is not a beer decision. This is a business decision, and this is something that is hurting small businesses. It doesn't matter what you're brewing, if it's widgets or if it's beer or whatever. The decisions that the Georgia legislature is making is costing people money, it's costing people jobs, and it's costing the tourism industry here in the metro Atlanta and Georgia and, area. And in addition to that, which is completely true. You're infringing on the rights of citizens of Georgia. Absolutely. I'm a citizen of Georgia. I was born and raised here. I've spent my entire life here in Georgia for the most part. And the notion that I can't go buy a beer at a brew pub or a brewery is insane. I can go to a farmer's market. I, mm-hmm. I like to go to farmer's markets. I like to buy from farmers. I yep. like to go to bakeries. I like to buy from the bakers buy themselves. Local. Absolutely. And I would like to buy beer from my fellow brewers in town. And yeah. I like to send people and say, oh, you like that? Well, they should go there. And the notion that Georgia is some unique state to the rest of the country is absolutely ridiculous. That we, that somehow we have some different system where, you know, the citizens of Georgia are not afforded those rights. I don't get it. No. I don't, you know, and, and, and here's the funny thing, and uh, we'll have to go to break here in just a couple mm-hmm. of seconds, but um, it just... 48 other states get it, you know, and, and, and the other two, the other states that are not exactly. necessarily um, with the laws, they're looking to pass those laws in the next legislative session. So really, it could we could come down to the finishing the legislative session and we'll be the only state that still allows this right. antiquated industry to and that's it. Just, we've place. worked literally, in other states. It's, we've literally heard the argument from the GBWA that the reason we don't do it like other states is because Georgia does it right. Uh, okay. <laughs> literally. That, that, that's well, you know, I'm sure all those other 47 or 48 states are going to change soon. Then, yeah, because right? no, so. they're all having very well, good time economically. Well, they don't want all those jobs and revenue and, and business growth yeah, that they've got. That. They don't want that. Yeah, meanwhile, South Carolina and North Carolina are kicking our, kicking our collective butts. And, yeah. uh, you know, we're a bigger population center. We should have so many more uh, beer jobs and beer revenue uh, coming in. Well, and North Carolina is coming in. And, again, they're, 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 they're killing us right now. And, and we're in the middle of a presidential election, right? And mm-hmm. you hear a lot of talk about China 
India, all this kind of thing. You know, we are in Georgia. We're exporting jobs to South Carolina, exactly. North Carolina, Alabama, Florida, Tennessee, Colorado, uh, the Northeast, Oregon. I mean, you name it. We export jobs to um, the rest of the country yeah. because of the fact that we're trying to pr- protect a monopoly for 12 families. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's stupid. You're listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We are speaking to Crawford Moran of Five Seasons Brewing, John J.R. Roberts of Max Lagers, and we will be right back. What's on tap? The Beer Guys know. More after this. It's Aaron and Tim, the Beer Guys. If you're like us, no lunch or dinner is complete without a pint or two of craft beer. Which is why Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock is always on our list. Tim, why do they call it Truck and Tap? Well, the tap part is easy. They have 12 of them. Bottles, too. Not sure what to drink? All of their beer servers are Cicerone certified. And if you got someone who isn't a beer fan, not to worry. Truck and Tap carries wine, mixed drinks, and even handcrafted sodas. As for the truck part, well, that's when it gets interesting. Truck and Tap features your favorite Atlanta-area food trucks daily. That way, you're getting a different menu every day. Check it out. Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock. Truckandtap.com. Let them know that the beer guy sent you. Georgia Radio for Georgia Beer. Now, back to the beer guys. We are talking to Crawford Moran, the founder of one of the Atlanta's first modern craft breweries, which is Dogwood Brewing, but also is now own, runs and owns the Five Seasons Brewing Group up here on Westside. And we're also talking to J.R. Roberts, John J.R. Roberts from Max Loggers. We've been talking about the Georgia laws and kind of how messed up they are for, for not only breweries, but for brew pubs as well. Just let's wrap this up and put a bow in it before we actually talk about the good stuff, the beer. So uh, what can people do to uh, help out this uh, situation? Well, we're up against massive amounts of money. So the only recourse we have is our grassroots, our supporters, everybody out there who knows what's right, who knows what's right for Georgia, knows what's right for the Georgia beer scene. And, and it really comes down to what's right for Georgia because this is all about more jobs, more tax revenue, more tourism. It's better for everybody. So what you can do is reach out to your to your legislature, reach out to the governor, reach out to everybody you know, and let them know what you want. Especially in this that's election what's going to make the difference. Yeah, especially during an election season exactly. like this one. Yeah, guys, we appreciate you talking about this. I'm sure that this is the topic you guys could talk about uh, uh, pretty much on end. Uh, with this the, is the with first the, time I've ever spoken about this. Yeah, so. I've never heard. I him think that's that wrong. Feels good. Oh, good. I'm glad. I appreciate you guys coming on and talking to us about this. You know, we really want to make sure that. That people know about this, you know, a lot of people. We still get comments like the forum that I'm on with uh, with Reddit ATL Beer. A lot of people still come on and comment when something's said, and they just have no idea what's going on with our alcohol laws here. Yeah. So, it's, and even the general public, uh, I know there's been a lot of media reports out there saying this is a good thing, and everyone, a compromise was reached. And the I always like to say the compromise. quote unquote compromise because yeah. it was hardly yeah. anything but so. Let's uh, talk a little bit about some more interesting things about your beers. So, uh, like I said before, Crawford, you've been in the business or in the industry here in Georgia for several years. W- tell me about your journey a little bit. What got you into brewing and uh, where you came from? Uh, what got me into beer was a story I'm not going to tell in there. But Okay, good. Um, I appreciate the, that. The first time I got into good beer was I, I was fortunate enough to go on a backpacking trip through Europe kind of in the... The mid to late 80s, and uh, the, I've got an older brother. The only good thing he's ever done for me was <laughs> right before I left, he gave me the pocket guide from Michael Jackson for the great beers of, uh, yes. of Europe. And so we traveled, my buddy and I, Andy, uh, we went around, and we did hit the museums, and we did get the culture, but 
we definitely went from brewery to brewery and pub to pub and beer to beer. And it was the first time I was exposed to all these wonderful beer styles that exist out in the world. And also, kind of interestingly, the first time that beer was tied to place. Right? Mm -hmm. So you would go to this one town or this one village or this one region and you could get this wonderful beer and we fell in love with it. And then you'd take a train or you'd hike or whatever and you get to the next place and they'd never heard of it or they wouldn't sell it, whatever. They didn't have it. And they had their own stuff. And, and so it was a, a life-changing event, literally, because uh, I wouldn't be here without it. But I discovered that, that there was all these wonderful beers, all the stuff that I had never experienced before in my life. And that beer and place were, were intimately tied together. And I'm a history major, love history, love the history of beer. And so it all kind of flowed together there. And uh, that kind of started me on the, the journey. And then I'm a do-it-yourselfer. And at that point in Georgia's history, there was nothing. And uh, yeah. so I started kind of a stupid idea of, hey, I'm going to open a brewery. And, and my parents were just so, so thankful that I'm, I did. I'm sure they were, yeah. Now, you opened good. your first brewery in Atlanta here in 96, correct? Yeah, uh, 95, Dogwood 96. Company, yeah, right? yeah, that's okay. right. And uh, opened 96, like 2004, before coming on with five seasons, correct? Right. Okay. And that's so you've been been around the Georgia brew scene through lots of changes in that over 20 years, huh? That's right, yeah. It's, it's, uh, okay. it's a very different world. Yeah, yeah. so that's... Uh, so now you started, this was originally going to be pizza and beer at this location, correct? Yeah, so I originally looked at this location about doing uh, pizza and beer, which is, you know, kind of the common denominator of human civilization is pizza and beer, right? Every human civilization or culture figured out how to make a flatbread with stuff on it, and they figured out how to ferment local carbohydrates into beer. Yeah. Building blocks or of into alcohol, Absolutely, right? yes. And so... Those are the only, that and smiling, those are the three things that we all have in common. So I figured, hey, man, I, you know, probably can't make a business out of smiling, but um, but the two, pizza and beer together, will uh, add lead to that. So 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 anyway, we looked at, it was a, it's a really long story, but so I ended up uh, going into business with one of my best, best buddies, Dave Larkworthy, chef, who's uh, unbelievably talented, always rated as one of the top chefs in the city, and we ended up right opening it up. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Okay, yeah, quit talking good about yeah, it. Man, that, okay, so, good. I yeah. hate that so guy good. now. <laughs> oh, my God. This food sucks. I mean, it's unbelievable. But anyway, no, I'm kidding. Um, so we ended up uh, opening up Five Seasons Alpharetta and then eventually came back to the same spot um, and did Five Seasons Westside. Excellent. And then, incidentally, ended up opening the pizza and beer joint outside of Five Seasons two years ago. Slice and Pine. Slice and right? Pine over at Emory, yeah, so... Excellent. Now, now, JR, I know, uh, you know, we've got a couple of the, the, the old guard here in Georgia beer. Yeah, absolutely. JR, you have to you've put been it that way. Going on 20 well, he's years. Well, right? I, I have a full head of so we, we, yeah. We've got some gray hairs around here, too, okay. so it's some, okay. Some glamour right. shots. We'll that's right. That's, that's all right. right. I, I didn't have that much hair when I started, so okay, it's, yeah. I'm okay. There you go. Now, yeah, Tim, I, I, I moved to Atlanta in 96 uh, from Boston. I grew up in Alabama. I lived in Boston for a lot of years and uh, my partners and I had decided about back in 94 that we would make an attempt to open a brew pub here in Atlanta. Of course in 94 it wasn't legal. <laughs> 95 so, is actually Yeah. Legal, yeah. And then right? the okay. law changed in 95 and we're all like, "Hey, well maybe now's the time." <laughs> so uh, we got together and put our heads together and got it going and uh, moved down here in 96 and I went to work for Atlanta Brewing Company at the time to uh, you know kill time until we got max loggers open 
And we opened there in 98 and been doing it ever since. Now, Tim, I think uh, you mentioned that uh, Max Lagers is the first place you actually had some craft beer here in Georgia. It was. Is that correct? So, yes. So uh, I have a confession, JR. So I was introduced to craft beer in the mid-90s. And uh, in Jackson, Mississippi, we had a, I worked for an electric tool company. And we had some guys come over from Europe, and they were just totally disappointed at the beer selection. So Sam Adams at the time was about the only thing that we could get. And I moved to Atlanta uh, 98-ish. I was here a couple years and moved away. But the first, the very first craft beer that I had in Georgia was at Max Lagers. Wow. And it was a very hoppy beer. <laughs> And I didn't like it, Jr. I'm sorry. I didn't like it, but that was on me. Like that yes. was on me because that's what I've said. It was, uh, you know, and I, I joke with my friend. I'm like, well, this is like pouring a beer through a, a lawnmower bag. So, but, <laughs> but at that at, at that time, I'd been, you know, raised on macro beers. Yeah. So. My taste have changed. I, I love your beer, Jr. But uh, yeah, at the you don't time, have to, I didn't you don't have to kiss it. up. It's okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. We're talking to Crawford Moran, of course, uh, from Five Seasons Brewery, and uh, John Jr. Roberts from Max Loggers. Now, uh, Crawford, you have a love of saisons, just like uh, my friend Tim here. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, uh, there. It's such a wonderful beer style, and have just first time I had it, it was just very different than um, you know. The other the IPAs, a lot of other Belgian beers or pale ales or stouts, porters. So it's just it's just a really unique, and unique is a word that gets way overused. Sure. But it really is a unique style of beer, and and I'm a food lover as well. And it's one of those beer styles that is just a can, is remarkably versatile with working with different foods. So um, so I've always loved saisons, and so you know the, I, I kind of early on stated, you know when I die which will never happen. When I die, the tombstone should read, that son of a bitch brewed more saisons than anybody else ever. And that's what I strive for. And so uh, I love to make saisons all the time. And it's just a constant learning process for me. And uh, they're they're wonderful. And especially here at Five Seasons, the food that we do is, uh, is really wonderful. And there's so much creativity. And it's a new menu every lunch and dinner. So it's a great beer to pair with foods. Um, it's slice and pint. It's fun. We do special pizzas all the time, and you can pair the saisons with different toppings. And so you know, pizza is not pizza, et cetera. So the the versatility is 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 great. So we've I've recently brewed a saison that I think I need to have with some of your pizzas. So uh, my buddy Brian and I that we homebrew together. Brian's actually here uh, listening Woo-hoo. along as we watch the show. But Brian had the idea that he wanted to do a sun-dried tomato and basil saison. So we did that, and it came out really good. That and sounds good. And it pairs good. extremely yeah. well with pizza. So I'll bet, yeah. We're both big saison fans. We brew a lot of them ourselves. You know, the it's a versatile style. There's a lot of range in saison, yeah. so it's a lot of fun to brew and drink. Yeah. So. It's probably the most wide. I mean, it, style is, is a kind of even a silly word for it because it's... There's a bunch of variety into it now. Jump. Speaking of beer, I'm, I'm yes. enjoying one of Crawford's beers right now. I'm trying the Pell Stout. So yeah, am I. Yes, it's Why? great. It's got, uh, uh, you know, a roasty little uh, maybe caramely note yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah. It's really good. It's a nice beer. Yeah, so. it's good, definitely. So Thank now, you. JR, um, we talked mentioned before Crawford said that he had the pocket guide to European beers by Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe Michael Jackson, before, of course, he passed away, uh, visited your location a few times. I'm glad he came before he passed well, away. Well, that would be, yeah, that would be yes. a slight problem. Uh, yeah, we, he, he, he uh, <laughs> we, we I had filmed the, the TV show about that. <laughs> totally uh, the every, yeah, yeah. every Monday. Actually. Yeah, I had. For those who don't know, we're talking. We're not talking about the king of pop here. No, so this is Michael. Oh, that would have been cool too. Writer, yeah. So, yeah, I actually had well, the great. As he described himself. I'm the Michael Jackson with two gloves. <laughs> there yeah. you go. 
I actually had the great pleasure and anxiety of of having Michael Jackson come to my brew pub and the first time he came it was a month after we opened and all the beers that I had on were the first beers I had brewed at the brew pub. I could see why that would be very nervous. And I sat at the you. table with Michael Jackson and several other great brewers <laughs> and because the microbrewers conference which is now called the CBC or the craft brewers conference was in Atlanta a yep. month after we opened and it, it was actually a a wonderful experience because Michael Jackson was a wonderful man. You sit and just he tells stories that would just blow you away. It just it was wonderful. And then a few months later, uh, he came back to Atlanta on just a, a regular trip, uh, just coming through Atlanta, and he made a point of coming back t- to our restaurant because nice. he enjoyed the beers so much. And I, I actually had. I often say it's like I had the pleasure of meeting Michael Jackson when he was sober <laughs> because that was a rare no, thing. <laughs> I, I, I don't say that in a bad way. It's an endearing way because the man had the best job in the world. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. You know, it was 11 o'clock in the morning. Coming back, we'll uh, do some giveaways, talk about This Week in Georgia Beer, and uh, have some more chats about what's going on. You will listen to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We'll be back right after this. Hi, this is Jason Pellet, brewmaster at Orpheus Brewing. You're listening to Beer Guys Radio, Georgia Radio, Georgia Beer. Eat it, Scott. You couldn't do that. This is Tim and Aaron from the Beer Guys, and here's the deal. You've got that one friend, you know, that one you can never shop for. He's got all that cool stuff. Yeah, that guy. Well, we found something that they don't have, but they're going to want. The Atlanta Brew Box is a Georgia craft beer experience to go. Each box contains tour passes, a t-shirt, and a bunch of other swag from our local breweries. It's fully customizable, and starting at only 40 bucks, it's a great gift idea. It's unique, it's fun, and it is Atlanta. Head to BeerGuysRadio.com, click the link on the right-hand side of our webpage, and that's That will get you there. It's the Atlanta Brew Box, the Georgia Craft Experience in a box. Welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We are talking with Crawford Moran of Five Seasons Brewing and Slice and Pint. That's me. And J.R. Roberts of Max Lagers and White Oak Kitchen. That's him. Crawford looks old. Crawford. We all look old, unfortunately. We're talking. So, Uh, guys, we're going to do some giveaways here. I'm sure if you've listened to the show, you've heard us talk about our sponsor, the ATL Brew Box, yep. and we're going to give one of those away. Yeah, today's. we are. We're not only going to give one of those away, but we've got a giveaway extravaganza, I like to say. Uh, that sounds nice. It's crazy. Yes. Uh, also, Whoa. the folks from uh, Boardwalk Food Company, they reached out to us on Twitter, and uh, we've got some beer, bread, and pretzel mix just in time for that big game that's going on tomorrow that I can't mention because it's a big game and somebody will sue me if I if I actually mention what it is. And also some uh, tour passes that we've had from Reformation Brewery. We're going to go ahead and give those away, Absolutely. too. Absolutely. And uh, we picked a name, and uh, the name is Newman924. That's the only address he gave me. So we will email you, Newman924, and uh, we will uh, let you know that you won. So congratulations there. You know what? People want to know how they can win these giveaways. I can tell them how they can win. How these, can they or win at least these how giveaways? They can enter exactly. Enter. Yes, yeah, true. Be born lucky to win. That's true. That's right. Born lucky. So I, I, the, the way there. you can enter to win this is we have a weekly newsletter this week and in it's Georgia Beer. Give you the scoop on this week in Georgia Beer. Tell you about the beer releases throughout the week. It's going to let you know about what events are coming up, and it's going to tell you the hot news stories for the week. That's right. In in beer. So. Go to our website, sign up for the newsletter. We're not going to spam you. No. We're not going to send you a bunch of stuff. All you'll get from us 
is love letters from Aaron and this week in Georgia beer every Friday morning. Only if you're cute. Yeah, it's beerguysradio.com right there at the top of the website. You can't miss it. Just enter your email. Uh, First and last name will be awesome, and then uh, you'll be entered to win one of our awesome giveaways. And, Aaron, we're going to draw winners every single week. We're going to try. Exactly. We've got a lot of swag. And you're in the contest for good. We've got a lot of swag to give away. We've got uh, the folks, again, from the Atlanta Brew Box, one of our sponsors. We've got uh, the folks from Boardwalk Food Company. We've still got a, a, a case of bread mixes that they sent us. And I also just got word that Terrapin just shipped me a package yesterday, so I'm excited to see what that is. Good stuff. Lots of stuff to give away over the next uh, few weeks or so, so it's very exciting. So speaking of this week in Georgia beer, what's going on, Tim? There's all kinds of stuff going on this week. We're getting we're getting into it. Lots of fun stuff happening. So we've got uh, actually today there's a few events for you to check out. Uh, the Hypewell Imperial Stout release at Red Brick Brewing. That uh, is a new release from them. I love the label on that beer. I'm going to have to get that beer just for the label. I think so, so too. It's very cool. One, so. Just go to Google it. It's it's, it's a good Google label. It. Yeah. Just Google it. So your pipe perimeter is going to celebrate their one-year anniversary, and that is going to feature Eventide beers. Uh, Liberator Beer Tasting, which Liberator is a new distributor here in Georgia. Kind of an interesting story with them. So. Yeah, you, I think you talked to them uh, earlier before. Maybe we li- can get them on the, sto- on the show did, here later yeah, on. We're yeah, gonna, we're going to look at that. But they're bringing in, uh, it's a long story, but the, there's a portfolio of beers called Shelton Brothers. It's a lot of nice Belgian, European beers. Mm-hmm. And uh, Liberator's worked out a deal to, to bring in some of the beers that uh, is part of their portfolio. Okay. Uh, and they're going to have a tasting at El Yad Decatur, introducing some of the beers they've got. Now, Very cool. For those that do know Shelton Brothers and that don't get too excited because we're not going to see Cantillon or our Dry Fontenot or that. That's uh, a long story that goes way back, uh, right? It's our three-tier system, our beer laws. You guys may be familiar with them. They're going to no, no, gonna prevent I, that for that at least another year. So. That's uh, so. Check that out on Tuesday game night at Reformation Brewery up in Woodstock. Very beer cool. and board games, good yes. times. Uh, Friday, next Friday the twelfth. Once upon a dream, Monday night's prom. So they have a little fun there. They have an event, uh, dress up and beer event featuring lots of one-off beers, special beers. And this will include their latest black tie series release, which is uh, Georgian Imperial Stout. Brewed with hazelnut. So, Tim, I think we should go to that uh, prom with the uh, Dumb and Dumber uh, tuxedos, the orange and the blue with Do the Do you ruffles. still have your prom dress, Aaron? You or? know what? Mine, mine, unfortunately, got lost in the mail. Okay. And it's All very right. sad. We'll Actually, get you a new one. Listen, it was, it was the 90s. I had MC Hammer hair. I had tails on my tuxedo. It wasn't sure. a pretty sight. It wasn't good. No. Well, we'll make it work. Okay, so. good. I appreciate that. And then Saturday, uh, Wild Heaven's going to have Galentine's Day. Now, Galentine's Day is a ladies-only event. Where they get together for arts and crafts, a boozy brunch featuring waffles from Nana G's food truck, and emergency drinking beer mimosas. So go out there and check it out. And uh, Reformation also next Saturday, the 13th, is going to have their Hoppin' Sock Hop. So go up there, a 50s-themed sock hop plus beer. Okay. So okay. Now some beer releases we got this week from Georgia Beer. We have the Red Brick Hype Well that we mentioned earlier that they're doing the release of the brewery. We have Sweetwater Hash Session IPA that's coming out that we talked about yeah, trying. Yeah, and we do have a review of that on uh, BeerGuysRadio.com. So, so check, check that, that out. out. Yep. And some non-Georgia beers, just real quick. Quite a few came in from Prairie, a uh, popular brewery. They have their barrel-aged uh, barrel-aged bomb, coffee oaky, ape snake, which is a dry hop farmhouse ale, uh, prairie flare, which is a goza. Uh, those those are hitting shelves this week, so get out there quick. They're a little pricey, but they, they will still probably move quickly. Uh, Stone Americano Stout is an American stout with espresso. 
Uh, Wicked Weed sent us some new beers, too. Oh, so I, I love the Wicked Weed all, guys. They're, they're yes. taking good care of George. All kinds of good stuff coming from Wicked Weed. Absolutely. So. And we're, we're still, yeah, that's about that's it. That's what's going we on. Excellent. Well, we still got a few more minutes. Uh, we're hanging out here with Crawford Moran from Five Seasons and John Roberts from the Max Loggers, as the Max Loggers, I like Max to say that. Loggers. Yes, the Max Loggers. The Max yeah, okay. Loggers. What do you guys got going on? What's uh, what's going on for you uh, for y'all this week? Anything? Well, it's Saturday, all right. It is Saturday, okay, yes. So I can't <laughs> actually explain what's going on this week. Okay. Next it's week we'll be tapping a, a cask on Thursday of our Frost Giant Double IPA. Nice. We'll be dry hopped with an excessive amount of mosaic hops, and um, that's the big special going on next week we'll also be tapping the actual frost giant the regular version on tap it's big double ipa uh we've got right now the dark soul quad going uh, which is fantastic you have to try it to believe it sounds like yeah. a plan to me crawford uh, what do you guys have on tap here this week uh let's see here at five west side we'll have a um, a two-year-old quad keg that we're tapping Excellent. there was aged in a whiskey barrel for about eight months and was then serenaded by the amazing Jimmy Galloway's, nice. who's the absolute best guitarist in Atlanta, hands down. Nice. Oh, There's yeah. no discussion, no talk about it. But um, so uh, the beer was created and formulated to Jimmy's music. He played for us down on Brew Day, and then we played his uh, CDs. Uh, to the music, to the to the barrel while I was aging. So good stuff. Now, now here's an interesting thing that we mentioned this earlier in the show. That uh, the one nice advantage with brew pubs is that you can turn around your beers a lot faster and more fresher. Uh, what kind of turnaround do you guys get? Are you able to kind of play around a little bit because you've got that uh, quicker turnaround? Kind of on both ends of the extreme. So okay. uh, we're all about fresh beer. You know, the the great thing about working in a brew pub is your tank is connected directly to the tap okay and yeah. that's that's what i always tell people that's the beauty of the brew pub so that beer never sees a warehouse it never sees a boat it never sees a truck it never sees a retailer shell sitting in the sunshine waiting it never sees a distributor's warehouse that doesn't get rotated it's the freshest beer possible and, and for yeah. people that and are then, are not necessarily big beer fans, it is a huge difference. It's a huge difference. It's right. huge. Massive I mean, you I can, can I can't go home to my house and really drink an IPA. There's a lot of wonderful IPAs out there, but because it's like, oh, that beer's a month old. It's been mm-hmm. bottled. You're yeah. one of those people. I, I don't even like it out of the serving tank, like he's saying. See? I like it right out of the fermenter. Just throw yeah. a open the in your mouth. Give it to so, me now. Yeah. There you go. Now, Crawford, yeah. but, you but, talked but, about the fresh beer in that, but you also have a nice vintage and cellar program that's, here. That's correct? the other Same. end of that extreme okay. I was talking about. So, so I've always will like to push that extreme. So, so one of the where we are here is kind of unique in the sense that I, I spent a year and a half looking for this location that had a cellar that was underground and our brewery is in an underground space so our temperature stays within probably two degrees year round uh, in the kind of mid 60s it's the perfect environment to age and cellar beer so like a lot of people have wine cellars and we don't like those people, frankly. No, we don't. That's right. we're, we're beer people here. If you exactly. got cellar so, space, use it for beer. Exactly. I don't, I don't understand it. Wine's a four-letter word. Right. I mean, it's frank. Let's talk about it. Yes. And uh, Wait, so, so is beer, Crawford. That's sorry. Actually, Wait a minute. Uh, okay. I shouldn't yes. have brought that. No, it's a capital B, though, so that doesn't count. Okay. Um, but so, so our whole brewery is a cellar. So, so I have I've got 150 kegs aging. I've got 250 cases of beer aging down there. So we push the extreme on kind of aging and cellaring beer. So we have a list right now of about 18 bottle-conditioned beers that are 
years and years old, uh, and we have beer that that I've been aging. I'm, I've already duct taped it and say if in a hundred years, my great 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 grandkids will be able to kind of open that beer and drink it, and then hopefully not talk stuff about me. <laughs> now speaking of your brewery, I believe I saw that you're you actually have more brewery floor space for a brew pub. That you're the largest floor space wise of any brewery east of the Rockies. Is yeah, that we're, right? We're east of probably uh, San Diego. Yeah, so okay. So it's, uh, this is a giant. East of San Diego. We can't get really west of San Diego. Right? Yeah, so there's, sure. sev- there's several that you have, but so as far as just kind of pubs go, this is a, and it, it gives us a lot of flexibility to do stuff like age. I mean, you have to be an idiot to age 150 kegs and 250 cases of beer for 10, 20 years or so, you know. Um, okay. And uh, but it's fun, and it gives it's weird. It gives that whole that you know the barbell right. The two ends are the extremes. Yep. Now, That's- Jr., do you uh, you have any uh, cellaring or vintage offerings, uh, at Max Loggers? My cellar is upstairs, so I don't have the advantages. That's that, confusing. I don't yeah. have the, the advantages that Crawford so. has on that. But we have started a whole barrel program right now. We're just getting in the infancy of that and doing a, a, a sour beer uh, barrel program right now. Is what we're looking at. Very cool. Guys, thank you so much for joining us this week. We really appreciate it. We've been speaking to Crawford Moran of Five Seasons and Slice and Pint, uh, J.R. Roberts of Max Loggers and White Oak Kitchen. Yeah, and we're been listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Yeah, next week we're going to talk to more brew pubs, right? We are. That's the plan. I I like that. More brew pubs, the better. Thank you. Thanks, guys. And we'll see you next week, beerguysradio.com. Thanks for listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Miss a show? All shows are on demand on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and wherever you get your podcasts. Follow Tim and Aaron on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Beer Guys Radio. Call the AL line at 678-8618-AL. More Beer Guys coming up next week. Same time, same place, same tap. Till then, here's to you. Duke's Mail. Do you get it? Because only the ones that get it really get it. Your friends get it. Your mom gets it. Your grandma gets it. Your neighbors get it. Sometimes a dog gets it. Get out of there. What else? Uh, Your potato salads get it. BLTs get it. Tailgates get it. And restaurants get it too. By now, even you probably get it. So get it today. Made without any sugar since 1917, Dukes is that little southern something that makes good things better. Get Dukes. It's got twang.